Hey everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to direct you to some things that I would like you to listen to in addition to this great podcast. I have a fantastic album out called Dandy Man that I made with Radland Records. It is my first comedy album and I'd love for you to listen to it. It's available wherever you download your comedy. Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. I'd also like you to listen to Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. It's available at those same places wherever you stream and download your comedy. Pandora, Amazon, Apple, you name it, you can find him there. He's got a great set on that collection of comedy. So listen to my album Dandy Man with Radland Records and Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. Thanks for listening to those things and thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I'm not. That's Luke Schwartz. We got a great episode coming to you with Jake Adams. He's a comedian friend of ours who has done a monumental 50-state, 30-day golf tour yeah. uh, where he hit, a, he hit a golf ball in every state in the union over the course of this past month. And yeah. it was... Wow. It's a what a... What a dumb and cool task <laughs> yeah it's, it's a, really stupid and really cool yeah it's a wild achievement and um yeah he's uh we we talked a lot about golf uh he is uh he's uh, surprisingly a man of the people uh as a mm-hmm. golfer which i didn't expect uh so you can hear more about that in a little bit uh if you mm-hmm. like this show uh thank you uh please keep listening wow. tell uh, tell a friend and uh we're at the l8 night show the late night the late show, night show on twitter and instagram and i'm at Stuart b thompson on all the socials uh luke's out there on the internet i am follow me i dare you <laughs> uh so you can um you can learn more about uh the show by following us um I'm. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, I think. I feel like we're. This is, it feels like a really big uh, change week for both of us. I'm. Uh, I, I. I just got a cat. Uh, mm-hmm. and my cat is uh, the cutest Me? thing in the world. Ow. Right. Me. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Um. I'm in love. I'm in love. Wow. Yeah. And you're saying she's not a kitten. She's a six-year-old. Yeah, she's an adult cat. Which is wonderful. I inher- Much better. I inherited her sort of from this older woman who's a... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, who's, who's dying who's, soon. Yeah, she's... Uh, she, when she's I, in hospice. And I didn't, you took her only possession that she truly loved. Yes, I've, uh, yeah. I, I've grave robbed a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> took her companion. Took a dying woman's companion. Yeah. So you could call her cute. Yep. And the cat's name? The cat. The cat's name is Danielle Jessica wonderful yeah um that's a a lovely little name yeah she is uh she is jewish um she's spayed and bat mitzvahed and mm-hmm. uh <laughs> she's my <laughs> she's my beautiful little chosen kitty you really like that one didn't you <laughs> um yeah so this woman is you know near the end of life and she couldn't keep her cat for mm-hmm. the changes in her circumstances and yeah so you have danielle jessica now <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she is as um <laughs> she's as diva-ish as the name suggests for wow. a cat yes uh, yeah so my hot ass wife will often say uh if cats could talk they wouldn't yeah and it's a very it makes me 
chortle and guffaw every time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cats are different than dogs. Did you know this? Yes. Anyway, it's a big change week. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm very excited, though. It's uh, mm-hmm. having a good time. It is. Uh, well, maybe I can meet her because I have moved to Los Angeles. Luke's officially. back, everybody. He's yeah. back. Yes, no one's getting up at potluck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ruler's back, and and comedy clubs are starting to come back. I'm uh yeah, I'm working. I'm working at the store Friday and Saturday. It's very weird. Did you work when they reopened? Uh, no, this past I, week I st- I stopped by because mm-hmm. I just happened to be like that was the day I mo- like I kind of got back. Mm-hmm. But we're but me and the hot ass wife we're moving into a new place in Westwood. Wow, and it's and it's rad. That's great, man. That's great. Yeah. Well, I look forward to visiting you, man. And, uh, well, if, if we'll have you, oh, sure. Cool. You have to wait. Okay. It's for an invitation. Oh, I see. Yeah. But I'll, what I'll be over whenever I feel like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess you guys, you sound like you're, you're living in a sex dungeon. It's like invitation only. <laughs> I, I think of it more of like a Dracula thing. Ah. Like you can't, you can't cross a threshold. Yeah. And yeah. You, and yet I'm the vampire. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You're uh, the one that's... Uh, aren't you going to invite me in? Wow. <laughs> I feel compelled to say yes. Um, because of vampire rules. Yeah. Are you... How are you feeling about going What's back? What's your favorite kind of vampire? Um, my favorite is the emotional vampire from What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, dude! But that sounds so funny. I love reminiscing about other comedy stuff. That, I gotta say, like that is a fantastic show. Start to you know, uh, as as it is so far, fantastic show. I I've rarely seen something go from being like a mockumentary style movie to being a TV show, and make that switch successfully in both mm. rights. But they, you know, it. I I saw I think the first two episodes, and I just didn't stick with it and i was it just didn't get me yeah didn't catch me i and there's nothing wrong with anyone involved yeah no i i think it's a brilliant show it was one of my it was one of those sort of like pan, early pandemic watches because it was just like uh-huh. well i'm not doing anything else let me check this out and i was thoroughly pleased but yeah they wow. have a they have a character that's an emotional vampire that i think is um and and, and just like an emotional vampire not like an actual feeds off emotions or anything well I mean, if you watch oh, the show, well, you can... okay. Well, I wonder if the magic of TV will make a metaphor <laughs> into a real thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, that's exciting. How are you feeling about going back to working at a comedy club? I feel very weird about it. I mean, it's the only. It's like I still have a job there, and I'm very glad. But it's just like it's a weird time, and it's just weird that. I don't know. There's a lot of anti-mask, anti-vax sentiment around the store also, hmm. which is troubling yeah. morally. Yeah, totally. And I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. So how, um, are you feeling nervous? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I suppose you, you know, just in general, like nervous. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get it because I'm, I have the vaccine, but like, yeah. Yeah, if you were to, it would not. You you would probably be 
lessened symptoms and you wouldn't have to, you probably wouldn't be hospitalized or anything like that. But yeah. And I'm young enough that I assume I could be okay anyway, but I still don't want to catch it. Of course. But yeah, there is the chance that, you know, if you caught it, you might not experience symptoms, but you might pass it on to someone else who isn't vaccinated. Right. I might kill my dad or whatever. But but I mean, you're uh, most of the people that are close to you, close friends, they're vaccinated. vaccinated. So that's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's tough. It's weird. Yeah. But then again, maybe we all just need to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard not to think about like the concept of, you know, thinning the herd with, um, when something like a great big disease comes out, like, you know, in a biblical sense and it's still you ravaging the yeah, world. Yeah, the people, the people who oh, this is interesting, and I might tweet this later. The people who want herd immunity are the ones telling us not to be sheep. <laughs> what that's, the fuck, man? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, it's when I whenever I think about the thinning the herd mentality, the the thing that's killing people never seems to thin out the right herd. Like. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, the, the people who die. Here's it, but the thing about this one. Yeah, it's indiscriminate. But the but but with this one, it could be like it could have been because it's all like people who are getting it are anti-mask and anti-vax and like that could be and and old. So there's also people who are you know who are genuinely skeptical because of like you know racial and you know social uh, of course, and historical yeah. reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do have, I do have some, some empathy there because, you know, if, right. if your community has historically been experimented on in a Tuskegee-esque way, I can, mm-hmm. you know, I can't imagine the, the level of distrust and yeah. 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 Yes. I'm, I'm feeling uh, that. I don't, I don't know the solution. Yeah. I want, I just want everyone to be good. I'm apprehensive about doing stand up just from a performer's perspective because, you know, audience members and staff members of, cl- of clubs and everyone else around stand up comedians right. themselves can also, you know, harbor a variety of views around, you know, the safety of this. And we've seen. Yeah. But then, peers. like, you know, we want to get people back to work and, like, because mm-hmm. the government's not helping in that way. So. Yeah. It, 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 supporting business is something you can also it's just really it's complicated and it sucks and i hate myself yeah um well yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. i i hope i wish you luck with it i hope it's uh i hope it's i smooth. wish me luck too i hope it's smooth working there um yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll visit you one of the nights yeah we're th- at the store is not doing any anyone who doesn't have a ticket is not getting in cool all right well so i guess it, like comics can't hang out yeah. it's just it's a very tight environment guess i'll visit you another time then <laughs> yeah maybe yeah yeah it's um yeah it's, i was looking this the store posted that they're doing shows again in there and i was like oh it makes sense there's no potluck right now <laughs> yeah yeah potluck is gonna be a nightmare when it starts up again who knows and and they're talking about revamping it anyway so who knows mm. okay well yeah a lot of changes happening folks and um mm-hmm. So after that, you know, sad note, enjoy this funny episode. We're going to talk about <laughs> golf, y'all, uh, yeah. with uh, someone who is great to talk about golf with. It's Jake Adams. Bye with the fuckers.
Welcome back. We're very excited to talk to someone who has been uh, earthbound, just traveling around the country, uh, <laughs> playing golf, and uh, I'm sure doing what a lot of people wish they could be doing right now. It is a very funny comedian friend of ours, Jake Adams. It's so good to see you, dude. Yeah, nice to see you as well. It's been like a couple of years since I've seen your face. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it, it feels Hello, like Jacob. it's been... <laughs> It feels like it's been 10, but yeah, it's, um, I've and what watching... is time anymore? This I, right. I'm sick of this pandemic. Okay. Yeah. Luke has been saying this from the beginning and I haven't heard anyone else say it. So I yeah, think he's the one in charge of this, um, that fight pretty much, uh, Jacob, I've been watching you kind of, um, you know, just for, you know, passively, you know, blossom as this like funny, uh, a, I don't want to say authority, but a funny expert on golf and, uh can i can you tell me how this came to be yeah i mean you know uh stand-up's hard uh so sometimes you just gotta find a niche yeah um <laughs> but uh but no really like i um i started just like i've been playing golf my entire life and um i just i i was a caddy as well so i had to like work for like all these like traditional value like just old dudes at country clubs and i'd be like carrying their things and they would just make just like the worst jokes ever uh, mm-hmm. and make me like truly uncomfortable to have to like fake laugh because they're paying me. Um, right. So I never wanted to like make any content for golf uh, just because I was like, that's my audience. Right. Um, so I never like put any effort in like, you know, the first like seven years I did stand up. Um, but about two years ago, um, I was just like, maybe there's a way I can do it like somewhat in my own voice. Right. And just like go out and um, like the first thing I think I did in golf was I went to like an LPGA tour event and just like interviewed people who are in the audience. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. um, oh, shoot. Uh, uh, sorry. My, uh, I'm so sorry, guys. Is there any chance I could just call you right back? I'm really sure. sorry. Yeah. Just, just hop back on when you, when you're done. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'll be it's right okay. back. Okay, we are back again. Uh, <laughs> Jake has taken his important phone call, and mm-hmm. uh, and what uh, was it about? Can you tell us explicitly? <laughs> Man, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, I usually have nobody to talk to ever. Um, but uh, wow, thank when you it for, rains, for it your company. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we can. Uh, I'm glad we can reach out and uh, do a wellness <laughs> check. Um, is that why you went around the country and uh, <laughs> by yourself? Yeah, yeah, I had nobody to go with me. Um, oh, but also, my Subaru is not big enough for to sleep two people. That's yeah, the Subaru isn't big enough for the both of us. <laughs> is what I hear them say down at the lot all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I hang out at the Subaru lot and I talk to all the dealers there and some of the customers sometimes. They're nice. Yeah. How how long do you want this bit to go? Longer. <laughs> I've a. Uh... I actually have a, I have a Subaru as well. So I know, I do know someone at a Subaru lot and, uh, and I got to say, ch- shout out to Chad. He's a good guy. Super, Subaru, super me, super. <laughs> all, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, so we were talking about before, um, before our break, uh, you finding this niche in golf and the LPGA, I, you, you went and interviewed people there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did that. And then just like, you know, it wasn't like any major traction or anything like that, but um, at least I just found a way that I could like make something in like the comedy and golf space, you know? And, um, and then, so, you know, I kept making some things like that uh, just like, you know, doing fine, not really taking up too much traction. 
And uh, then when quarantine happened, um, I just ended up like releasing all of them at the same time. And some guy who uh, owns this like media company, uh, it's called Doing Things Media. So they have like a bunch of Instagram accounts, like like Shithead Steve and Trash Can Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and they hired I feel me like to make of them. Yeah, friend of the show Everett Byram works for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. Everett was a, a coworker at one point. Um, so then, yeah. So I they hired me to run uh, Golfers Doing Things, which was their like just golf portion. Um, so I did that for uh, like all last year uh, during quarantine, and and that kind of really just gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I can like work in this space, you know, and it's you know can kind of grow a following through that account and. Um, and yeah, so, uh, and then I just, you know, now I like do a podcast with three other standups that, uh, that all play golf, um, and mm. just kind of, you know, like really just making as much like stuff. And it's also just like, we get to play, you know, like free golf and, uh, just kind of make a career out of, of you know, the two things that we kind of love the most, which is comedy, comedy and golf, you know? Wow. Yeah, that's great, man. I mean, I, I've definitely felt that as, uh, someone who plays soccer and not been, I've had trouble finding, uh, a space to talk about soccer in a funny way and uh, i've gotten to do it a little well, it's bit not with, funny well and uh, not good that is luke's bias and uh and before i saw your videos jake i really didn't find you know aside from like the stand-up bits i had heard about golf from people like lewis black or who met or george carlin i didn't really find golf that funny and uh but it seems like you know you you've done something which is make golf relatable to people more our age. Um, yeah. And at least to me, because I didn't know how many people golfed. I started golfing like two years ago. And then when I started, everyone was like, Oh, I play, I play, I play. And I was like, yeah, no one re- was talking about this before. It's very, I, I don't know. I think the pandemic a- exacerbated it because stand up wasn't an option. So a bunch of our friends mm-hmm. would play more. Yeah, my niche in stand-up, by the way, is just being very funny. Right. <laughs> yeah, not everybody has that that uh, that skill set, you know. Mm-hmm. My crutch is being humorous. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you played your whole life, Jake. When did you start playing? Uh, I played when I was like ten years old. You know, it was like a great way of freedom. You know, to like get dropped off the golf course and then just you're by yourself as a young kid and don't have to like really answer to anybody and just you know can be there all day. If I saw um, just a solo 10 year old on the course, I would be worried for them. Like you, you did you, you didn't have like a friend or anybody or like a coach or. No, I mean, I had a bunch of friends I played with every day, you know, like we'd all get dropped off you know, uh, at like 7am and just spend the entire day there. Um, and like, yeah, yeah, it was great. It's like an alternate version of like a latchkey kid, but it's like, yeah, you were a country yeah, yeah, yeah. club kid. Latch T kid. Oh no. <laughs> you guys you guys still got it still got it (laughs) um well that's remarkable my um it is remarkable i i i was just thinking about my um my relationship with my late grandfather who died when i was 10 but he was an avid golfer loved it it did not translate to my dad and did not translate to me i think i was too young to really you know get involved he did i did hang out with him at the golf course and like at the the um the driving range but uh he was for me there was always like a limit the limited number of left-handed clubs so it always felt at the place where i was a little prohibitive is like oh, i guess this is just a right-handed person's thing <laughs> oh yeah 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 
I, I mean, was going to so learn many, how to right-handed fit. I mean, obviously that's like a bit silly, but like there's, there's so many aspects that like keep people from playing. Uh, and uh, you know, I think a huge part of it is just like people see golf as just like, you know, a bunch of old rich dudes that get together and still have like a, a fraternity, you know? Yeah. And I mean, especially now, you know, like there's just so many people well, you know like us that golf that stands play. for, right? Uh, yeah. The acronym. Um, Gentlemen I don't know only, if that's valid ladies or not, forbidden. but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I think that's in the Scottish Moors is how they like came up with it. Yeah. Uh, I actually, it's a nice I, game. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's such a huge part of it as just like, even, I mean, even now it's like the most patriarchal sport still, you know, like there's country yeah. clubs that don't allow women to play before certain times. Um, even in Los Angeles, there's a country club that you cannot be a member. If you're a woman, if you're in Los Angeles, the most progressive of places that if you're, if you're not, you can only be a member if you're a spouse. Um, huh. and that's uh fun. that country club is uh is lakeside is, is okay. the one okay yeah, right in your backyard Call, calling them out <laughs> i mean why not it's Good. gotta change you know yeah yeah, yeah no it, be, it, it i think accessibility would definitely grow the sport mm-hmm. and that would be that'd be something super helpful that if people just knew like oh this is something that I can do. It's a fun game. It's a fun walk with friends and like public courses are great. I just, my, my only real problem with it is uh, how really bad for the environment it is still, even though I play all the time. Uh, <laughs> but if they, it, but if they made like native plants and like, you know, put stuff in there that made it more like environmentally, friendly, like there's ways to fix it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so they, they have biodegradable golf balls is, is what I've hit on this. Like every golf ball I hit on this, this, uh, 50 state thing was all biodegradable. Right. So I'm not just like oh, sending cool. plastic into the, into the ocean. Uh, yeah. I made sure that, you know, that that was like, that I had to get those before, before I started, you know, that's good. Well, let's talk about that a little bit more. You know, let's talk about this, you know, 50 state tour that you've been, uh, you went on over this last month. That's pretty much all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you might have to go back to D.C. if that gets statehood, but mm-hmm. um, and then maybe, Puerto Rico, hopefully. Yeah, right. Um, but I guess that's for the new chapter. Um, you know, way to nice way to break in a new state. You know, there's cutting ribbon and then Jake teeing off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, that D.C. thing came out like on the 26th of this month. And I was just like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Like I was in like <laughs> Wyoming or something at the time. I'm like, there's just no way I could yeah. circle back. Well, that's like laws being, uh, you know, lifted and then people like retro, like <laughs> trying to get like retrofitted, uh, <laughs> retroactive, um, leniency. Uh, it's like, well, this wasn't, a, this wasn't a bad thing when I was doing it <laughs> and now, now it's, now it's not okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think you would have been in the clear for sure. Um, so what spawned this idea to travel around the country at such a breakneck pace? Well, just a couple factors. I mean, so um, last last year, I did this like really dumb 30 day challenge, like like a month into quarantine where I just hit a golf ball into uh, a lake that was uh, right near my house. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just jumped in every day with like all my clothes on really dumb. Um, But it was also freezing. Uh, But it was just like a way to like, you know, do something every day. And it was fun. It was also really refreshing. got to the point where I got used to it. Um, so I, I just wanted to like find a thing that, um, took that to the next level, like another 30 day challenge. And, um, also last summer I did a road trip across country, um, just kind of like meeting other people within the golf world and like playing some courses. 
uh, and I just went with a buddy. Um, so like I had the, the background of, of traveling, um, you know, and driving a crazy amount and, and then this 30 day challenge thing. So it kind of just kind of happened naturally. So where, for everybody, what is the challenge that you just are completing now? Um, yeah, so I just finished it um, April 30th, but I hit a golf ball in every state in America in 30 days. Wow. Whoa, in 30 uh, days. Yeah. 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 Wow. There's less days than states in a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, and especially driving out west. I mean, you, you must have been snaking around uh, the country. How did you chart your um, your road trip? Well, I just did it with my little sister like a couple of days before. And, um, you know, it was it was somewhat tentative because I, I thought that throughout the trip, people would reach out and be like, you know, you got to come here. And, um, you know, I reached out to a couple other stand ups along the way and hit a golf ball with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of like detoured the trip a little bit. So you're like, not playing. You can't play a full course. Right. No, no. It was all just like in scenic backgrounds. You know, uh, I played a couple rounds in some places when I, when I had time, but really it was just like hit a golf ball and then like right. get out Hence of the biodegradable. Dakota. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh yeah. It sounds like it was a lot of just like, all right, this seems like a good spot to shoot. And all the, all mm-hmm. the videos are on Instagram for people to see. Uh, but uh, Did you ever it, duff one slice it or like, really? uh, I topped one of them in uh, New Hampshire, but it was like <laughs> seven in the morning. It was very cold. Uh, yeah. No excuses, but I definitely topped it. <laughs> okay. That's like me at, you know, at prime, like with uh, off a tee in a, in a course anyway. So who cares? Yeah. 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 I still, I made contact. That's, that's all that mattered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. God, I've whiffed a couple. It's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> just I when just you really... look up immediately and you know, everybody saw it, but you're like, Oh yeah, of course. Well, it, it, I, it's so much pressure. Every golf shot is so much pressure. It's really annoying, but it's a it's a wonderful game. But like every every shot is like shooting technical free throws at, for basketball. Right. Yeah. It's all confidence as well. Like if you know you've hit the shot before, mm-hmm. don't think about it. Stick to what you know. Step up and hit it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you've. It's a mental game. <laughs> it sounds like you've done a lot of coaching in this realm. I mean, is that something that you picked up working as a caddy? Yeah. I mean, like I. I've, I can teach a little bit. Like I went to that like really dumb golf college. Um, yeah. You've talked uh, about that in your standup about going to golf. Mm-hmm. college, Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like they teach you how to, uh, you know, like teach other people how to play the game, but uh, I never like that lifestyle is kind of trash until you like get to the top of it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just not, not as fun, you know, just to like, it's such long hours in the sun and to be able to teach people. So mm-hmm. I, I realized pretty early on, I didn't want to work at a golf course my whole life. Sure. Yeah, I could see that not being uh, a great thing to do. I mean, just half your life. <laughs> yeah, just half. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's a uh, what a. I mean, that's great that the the trip went smoothly. Were there any? Um, what was your favorite state to hit a golf ball in? Uh, I mean, Hawaii was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, um, I mean that's and that's a nice one. Yeah. That was your last one. Yeah, it was the last one. Yeah, I spent a couple nice days thereafter the just to sleep. But um, yeah, wow, uh, Alaska, to Alaska? Also, did you hit yeah, me in Alaska Canada? Was amazing, what's that? You hit a Canada ball, no, no, because I flew from Seattle to Alaska. Was, oh, okay, uh, that yeah, makes yeah. Sense. Um, also, golf's like illegal in well, in Ontario right now, it's literally like you cannot hit a go- like you can't play golf, they've made it illegal, uh, oh, because wow. of COVID. Oh, just because they don't want people gathering, 
Yeah, I guess so. It's pretty silly because like, you know, golf is outside and you can be separate, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I get why a bunch of people played it over the pandemic and, or mm-hmm. like picked it up or got, you know, decided to get better at it. Cause I mean, I don't think golf was the only thing they banned either. It's I think it's included in a long list of things probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a, um, did you hit a golf ball into Russia from can't from Sarah Palin's house <laughs> <laughs> where she can see Russia? Is that a thing? Well, she, no, she could she see famously, Russia from her house. Yeah. She famously said she could see what? Russia from her house. Yeah. Huh. During the 08 campaign. Yeah, she was a real one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what would you say was were there any like hitches in your trip? Like where like you wanted to, you know, go somewhere, like you were you're planning to, you know, this is gonna be the place where I hit the ball for the video. I think it's gonna look sweet and it didn't work out um it really only happened one time it was in like north carolina where i tried to hit a ball off this like big rock um but it was like a it was like a public viewing place and um this like park ranger uh he like served me you know like uh, like how sir yeah because he saw i had like a goal he thought i was like had like a bow and arrow but it was just like a stick that i put a camera on um and yeah yeah, he shut that down pretty quickly got um yeah well yeah, that, that is the the one thing that you have to, I'm sure you had to keep in mind. I mean, if you're going to find a place to hit a golf ball, you kind of got to do it in a pretty open area where there's not going to be any people around. 30 um, days. I mean, I'm exhausted just listening to it, like thinking about <laughs> it. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, dude, there were some hours where, you know, I'm on like an 11 hour drive just going from like Vermont to Ohio. And there's just nothing to look at and it's dark. You and just I'm just stop like regretting. On each, do you stop at each state basically? And like, um, or I guess not the border. No, I mean, so I wanted to do it as well where like I, I went to like cool places in each state. So like, yeah. I could have like done it in probably like 20 days if I just literally stopped on the side of the highway in each state and just kept, yeah. kept it moving. But I wanted to like make, you know, make it look cool and, you know, also see some really beautiful parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, in- yeah. So, so instead of doing twenty days, you did thirty to see fifty states. Right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he, so took, much he took it a little easier on himself, Luke. I yeah. would have done. I would have understood fifty days, room. like fifty days. That's that's wow, thirty days, Jacob. Yeah. Wow. And I'm sure, he, and and I mean, you had to cover multiple states on several of the days. I mean, if you're out in you know in the in the sort of wild west part of the U.S., it's it's really hard to cover multiple states in a day. Uh, or at least you hit off four corners. No, I, you know, I did a, I went to four corners and I like did like a fake swing. And then I, I, you know, just like, was like, there's no shortcuts in life type of deal. Cause like I could have, but I wanted Mm -hmm. to actually see different parts of that, you know, like, uh, like Colorado and Utah. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I just did it as kind of like a joke there, but, but yeah, no, definitely a lot of people hit me up to do the four corners. I would assume. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, just, just for, for the sake of your time are you sick of golf yet <laughs> no i still i still love golf you know uh i didn't get to play that much on this trip so now i'm, uh, I'm right. back i want to actually play some rounds and stuff yeah how how good would you say you are at golf i mean you played since you were 10 so i imagine you must be pretty darn good um like what's your handicap <laughs> uh i mean yeah i can get it around i'm like a two or three handicap um right now you know there's there's some moments but you know, I can you know uh, blow up like like the like anybody else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a game game's okay right now. 
Now I'm that's really pretty good. I, I, is is that good, Luke? Because I'm not I'm not doubting you, Jake. I just yes. I don't know what qualifies a good handicap. As far as I know, a handicap is like what you normally shoot over par. Okay. Right. Par would yeah. be like par would be you know I guess I don't know if it's bowling three hundred, but it's like. It, it, yeah, par is very difficult to hit, and then, uh, but yeah. I don't know how these guys hit like neck in the negatives for days and days. It's, it fucks me uh, up, you know, to to birdie and eagle and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the pros are just a completely different level, right? Like I've played so competitively crazy. my whole life, but like I could never come close to like you know, in, right. unless the pro had like a terrible day and I and I destroyed. Yeah, yeah. And you even went to college for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of a fake college. It's like a is like a for-profit college kind of thing. Like yeah, like a, for like sure. A, like one of those technical institutes. Yeah. And like none of the credits mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but wedges 201. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Sand trap seminar. <laughs> yeah. So crushing <laughs> i'm crushing that's actually pretty that. accurate like i'm laughing yeah. but it's just like also uh yeah. the history of golf was a class i sat in you know yeah yeah so so now you've you're hopefully you know looking forward to some time to uh to rest now or at least not be in a car all day um you know what kind of what's something that you look forward to in you know be in doing this golf and entertainment around golf like what are you looking to do now well um i have a couple other like challenges that i really want to do um but now which is mostly just kind of like built you know like a little platform for myself to do you know like really all the fun things i want to do within the golf world and it's much easier now to bring some companies on board to be able to do it you know um yeah, like i want to i want to hit a golf ball on every island in hawaii in one day and yeah. like go to alaska and see how many holes you can play during time constraints you put on yourself (laughs) i mean you need some pressure for people to watch you know like it has to be like will he make it there's gonna be stakes i guess that's true but it's just so tiring i guess that's why it's a challenge (laughs) and i'm not doing it (laughs) (laughs) let's see how many hole in ones i can get in one day (laughs) yeah Yeah. um but i definitely i really want to do um there's 50 countries in europe so that's going to be like the next like major month challenge uh, as soon as everything opens up yeah i mean i mean once you are in the in the eu it is easier to it's pretty easy to get around you know hopefully you won't Mm -hmm. have to be in a plane all day you can maybe either on the train drive or take a train or something like that and um, yeah yeah it's gonna be wild to map out you know but uh i think it'll be super fun yeah man so are you i mean now that comedy's starting to come back in in a stand-up form like are you looking to you know put this together or talk about this in a tee off on some audience (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's stupid uh yeah for sure i mean like but the thing is as maybe people like get golf references more but like in the past, like nobody cares about golf when you're doing stand-up. Like I've tried to tell jokes that are on golf and everybody's just like, okay, fine. Sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think like if I did like an Edinburgh or something like a festival, you know, and like, you know, like title the hour, like country club adjacent and, you know, yeah. like talk about the trip and like some mm-hmm. more golf related comedy, I'd be down to do something, put something like that together. But, um, but yeah, really just 
uh, it'd be awesome to get back into stand-up. But I think, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but like throughout not doing it for like a year plus, like I have just no interest at all of doing an open mic again. Like I'll do it kind of like hopefully in my own way to be able to just like do shows in some yeah. places and just kind of like build on some stuff like that. But uh, as far as yeah, like- I was already kind of there before the pandemic, but yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When Luke and I lived together, I would go to open mics a lot. Um, and I would just, say, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Luke would, um, ch- you know, chill on his own. Uh, but yeah, there's, or I definitely do wanna... shows or go to work. Yeah. I'm still sure. doing the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Luke did I absolutely just... nothing. Let me make it clear. Wow. <laughs> um, no, there's a, um, on my I definitely want to cast where I'm the host. <laughs> um, there is, I definitely want to do my career more. Um, I don't know if directly is the right word, but I definitely don't want to, I don't want to dilly dally with nonsense in my work. And I feel like some open mic work that I did before the pandemic or got involved with was definitely not worth my time. So I definitely, yeah. I, I yeah. want it, if I'm going to do something or perform somewhere, I want it to be like, there, there needs to be like goal in mind. Let me like work this out. And I, I definitely want to do more preparation on my own outside of the public space. Right. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm stoked to kind of like build out this, this golf thing, because like, I'm, you know, like on, on the podcast uh, is three other standups. Um, you guys probably know them, uh, like Mark Smalls, Griff mm-hmm. Pippen and uh, Blake Weber or Aristotle. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they all are great standups. And so mm-hmm. like, there's so many avenues there, like, working with the PGA tour, you know, and like going to like tour events and being able to do stand up there. Um, or like, you know, any like golf tournaments that they get stand up so we can go and play and like make stuff. So, so yeah, we're going to, I mean, like, you know, just be able to like do that stuff on the side as well, along with just, you know, hopefully getting to the point where we can just all do comedy clubs and stuff. I like all you guys and I want to play with you guys, but I'm like, I just, I don't want to get embarrassed. I like, I I like, you know, like or be embarrassed. I mean, dude, we like, know that you're not. You haven't been playing long. Like, we it doesn't matter. It's just a, a fun time. Like, we'll yeah. go out to a par three course, and we all talk so much shit that like, yeah, it, like you're, yeah, so, you know, you'll be well, able. To, yeah, my fun. my favorite is to start, especially if there's a stranger that you get paired up with or whatever. I go. I just want to warn you, I'm very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's my usual bit, and then like, man, I'll just duff the first one usually. Yeah. Breakfast ball all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i yeah i think luke you would fit right in with you know that crew i know you how would you know you tell me about it man <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you tell me about your golf excursions yeah um, i mean jake posted a hole in one that he got the other day i was so mad and happy for him <laughs> pissing yeah. me off <laughs> yeah that was wild i mean that was just luck. i mean like you know to get to get a hole in one is wild but then to get it on camera is just like uh, absurd that's another you know? hole in one totally yeah yeah, yeah. So that would never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I and I, I think you're, I think you're well on your way to speaking to your audience more directly in like creating shows. And now that you, as you as you keep building up this um, this world of like, you know, young, hip, like aware of the <laughs> aware of the current world. Uh, <laughs> person not out of touch golfers yeah Yeah, exactly so i think you're and i think you're reaching people that are gonna want to see you in other contexts yeah i hope so i mean yeah they followed me for like you know this like crazy uh journey but i'm hoping that you know they would you know attach on and 
come to some shows one day, you yeah, know? Right. Um, so we'll see. I mean, some people are just there for the golf, uh, which is, which is cool. I'm, I'm stoked for that, but you know, I, I hope that some people will, will hang out and, uh, and come to some shows. That's brilliant, man. Um, I have one more question. Uh, do you, were yeah. you ever worried on your trip that you were going to like run into like someone who was like following you, uh, on social media that might try to like, I don't want like stalking on your trip. Like was a stand. Yeah. Was that a concern I mean, at all? People who follow me for golf are like pretty chill. You know, they just want to play golf. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So it's not like they're that intimidating of a presence. Um, and I, I kind of. Uh, Do you have any rabid fans? You know, like there, there's a lot of people that reached out and just wanted to like bring me to their club or whatever. And That's that was cool. anytime I had time, I'm like, yeah, if you offer me free golf, I'm in hundred percent of the time if I can make it happen. So it was cool actually to meet some of those people and play some golf with them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's brilliant that you've been uh, connecting with these people and uh, maybe, uh, and now, now it looks like you're going to have more friends on the course, uh, which is a uh, nice full circle moment since, uh, since you started when you were 10. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Uh, people <laughs> when I was 10 did not like me cause I was just like a, a little punk and just like broke all the rules. Yeah. No uh, one likes a 10, yeah. a 10 year old's hard to get along with anyway. It's, I don't think it's personal <laughs> to you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you belong to any club anywhere? No, dude. Country clubs in Los Angeles are crazy expensive. So me and my buddies, we just play like, you know, this carnival track of a par three course, Weddington. And that's like where we play. Yeah. I mean, it's so bad, but it's so fun. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I mean, if anybody invites you like a Sandy green. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like why even aerate those greens, you know, like just leave them. (laughs) And they aerate them so often too, like too much. It's It's unreal, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that course has been trying to shut down for like 20 years now and just keeps somehow yeah. being a thing. You could be a member there. I think Can you, you? could join. I think you could join it. Yeah. Yeah. If you just like maybe help out around, <laughs> they'll just be like, let him have it. He's he's being nice. <laughs> no, because they have like the tennis thing, too. I think you could be a member, which would I mean, be dude, we super funny. That- we promote that course so much. They should just let us yeah. play there. But yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's like eight bucks or like 12 bucks on weekends or something. Yeah. So it's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Well, uh, Jake, I really appreciate you um, stopping your pro- road yeah, I mean, trip down. Yeah, stopping, your, stopping the conclusion of your road trip uh, to talk to us. And Jake I is in the you- car right now, everybody. <laughs> yeah. What the fuckers yeah. out there. Yeah. We're about five hours away from being done driving forever. Wow. Yeah. No kidding, man. And uh, I appreciate you promoting uh, uh, a proletariat approach to golf. Um, sure. I like I like that you're making it more accessible. Yeah, the proletariat tour instead of the yeah pro, <laughs> pro tour. That's good. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I hope, hope you make it home safely, dude. And um, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for for having me. Um, hope to hang in in real life at some point. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Next time, let's make it in person. Thank you, Jacob. Cool. Bye. Bye. Bye, dude.